turn them all ages. This is your boy Brandon Lewis from Brandon's World, Eric, coming to you live in another podcast on this Saturday, the 13th of June of 2020. Hope you guys are staying well, safe, and healthy in the world. Obviously, it's been a crazy time. I just recorded the podcast yesterday, detailing Paul Amon's exit as executive director of Monday Night Raw. Make sure you guys go check that out in the podcasting episodes. But today, we're back to football. Why? Because I think my boy Colin Cowher nailed it on the head the other day. You know, Colin Cowher said, much like Andrew Locke, much like Russell Wilson, many NFL pundits disrespect Carson Wentz. And what have I been telling you guys for years on my show, whether it was on the radio or on this podcast? I believe in my starting quarterback of the Philadelphia Eagles. Stop trying to make this about Jalen Hurts. He's going to be the day of third string and a gadget player this year. Stop trying to make it seem like, oh, Carson Wentz is injury pro. Carson Wentz has only missed eight games in four years. That's an average of two games per year, and he started 16 games, two out of those four years. And if the only playoff game he played, Jadavion Cloudy hit him in the back of the head with his helmet, and it was a cheap shot. And we still would have beaten Seattle if Carson Wentz would have played. I still believe that. So with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, stop trying to make it seem like that Carson Wentz sucked. Dak Prescott is not better than him. Deshaun Watson is not better than him, okay? The only two quarterbacks in the NFL that are better than Carson Wentz right now, and Howard even said this, and I would offend him too. You got Patrick Mahomes, the greatest superstar of all time. And Russell Wilson. And let me tell you, man, we have never, ever beaten Russell Wilson. The Eagles have as a franchise. 0-5 against him. 0-4 in the Doug Peterson era with Carson Wentz, man. That guy just beats us single-handedly. That's how I know how great he is. And, of course, Patrick Mahomes, we know he's out of this world. But Aaron Rodgers isn't better than Carson Wentz. Tom Brady isn't better than Carson Wentz. You know, um, like I said, Deshaun Watson isn't better than Carson Wentz. And these are guys I like. Baker Mayfield certainly isn't better than Carson Wentz. Sam Darnold isn't better than Carson Wentz. Josh Allen isn't better than Carson Wentz. Kyler Murray isn't. Lamar Jackson isn't. The list goes on and on. Folks, I said this before on my show. I said, you watch Carson Wentz. See, the problem is nobody watches Carson Wentz. I don't know if it's because he went to a D2 school or what it was, man. I just don't know. Why you guys don't see the raw talent in this man? Why you guys don't see the arm strength? Why you guys don't see the competitiveness? Why you guys don't see everything in Patrick Mahomes other than that Patrick Mahomes' arm is a little bit stronger? That's it, man. Carson Wentz has all the tools. Smart, mobile, good processor, accurate, leader, everything you want in a franchise quarterback. This man, he got his rookie year when he had 16 touchdowns and 14 interceptions. Tried 81 touchdowns, 21 interceptions, and in the last year, we knew he was throwing garbage the last four games. He's thrown a garbage, by the way, all his rookie years. So, you know, 16 touchdowns, 14 picks. Ain't that bad. But, you know, oh, Carson Wentz, man, he's always hurt. You know, he ain't that good. You know, he went to a D2 school, he's with a good team, all that is true. But I don't know what you guys want, I don't know why you guys always want to put the pressure on this man. Let's break down Carson Wentz's career real quick, alright? Year one, as I mentioned, rookie year, 
Went 7-9, 16 touchdowns, 14 picks. That ain't that bad for a rookie. Year 2, he makes the quantum leap. Should have been the MVP of the week, but he got hurt. Tore his ACL. 33 touchdowns, 7 interceptions. The backup quarterback used to be on the Eagles. He was beloved until that stupid coach, Chip Kelly, traded him away. He goes down and wins the damn Super Bowl, the first Super Bowl in franchise history. And then some people are saying, oh, Carson Wentz was just a byproduct of the team. Oh, Nick Foles is better. Even though if you have eyes, you clearly couldn't tell that. So third year now, Carson Wentz, 23 touchdowns, 7 interceptions, with a broken freaking back. Has to miss the playoffs. Nick Foles. Is a drop away from, from all John Jeffrey and making it to the NFC Championship game again. However, the Eagles decide not to bring Nick Foles back. They stick with Carson Wentz. He starts all 16 games. Down 10 points. Week 14 of the New York Giants at home. All black uniforms. Monday Night Football. Season on the line. You're 5-7 and seven at this point. All Carson Wentz does is bring him back. Beats the Giants, beat the Redskins, beat the Cowboys at home, beat the Giants on the road. That's all he did when his last four division games get this team with every single skill position player. No Deshaun Jackson, no Sean Jeffrey, no Nelson Aguilar, beat up Zach Ertz. So really all he's got is a rookie running back in Miles Sanders, who's very good, but he's a rookie. And Dallas Goddard, a second year tight end, carrying them to the playoffs. With guys like Greg Ward, a practice squad wide receiver, and Deontay Barnett, we don't even know where he came from. And Carson Wentz elevated that talent. When you watch Carson Wentz, those four games of the end of last season, that should have told you, holy hell, is that guy good. Even if you don't think he's in the top five, you should at least put him in the top ten. I know people that rank Dak over him. Dak Prescott. The guy who right now doesn't even deserve $30 million. The guy who's only on the contract and the guy that misses every big throw last season in big games. Yeah, that guy. Well, he's got a better record. Folks, you look at stats and records. Take the totality. The, the NFL, I learned this a few, a few years ago from a friend of mine. The NFL isn't about rings and records. The NFL is about combined totality. Okay, what are your stats like? Did you win enough games? What's the talent around you? What's your owner like? What's your general manager like? What's your offensive line like? What's your weapons like? What's your coaches like? I gotta admit, Carson Wentz, man, he actually went to the 13th, uh, you know, I guess you would call it the, uh, do quick math here, 32 minus 13, the 19th. Uh, you know, worst team in the NFL, the team that had the 13th pick in the NFL dropped the Philadelphia Eagles in 2016. So he went to a better situation than most normal quarterbacks. But if you watch Carson Wentz in North Dakota State like I did, you'd go, man, that guy can play, that guy's a franchise quarterback. Now, I admittedly didn't think he was going to be this good this early, but I was wrong. It's okay to be wrong in this world, folks. And my goodness. This kid, I keep calling him my kid, man. I call him my kid all the time on the show because he just kept battling. He battled day in, day out, game in, game out, snap in after snap out to give the Eagles the best chance to win any given Sunday, including when Nick Foles was still going in there to win the Super Bowl. I still would have had Carson Wentz in there if he was healthy. The kid is special. The kid is amazing. 
Don't try and want Jalen Urge to take over this job. Don't say that Carson Wentz is injury prone. You and the Philly media are just trying to start a firestorm. That's what you're doing. You're trying to downgrade this kid's career. Look, everybody said Andrew Luck wasn't that great when he came out of Stanford. Now look at him and he didn't have shit to work with. Everybody said Russell Wilson's a game manager. Look at him now. Everybody, including me, said, oh, this Patrick Mahomes ain't that good. Look at him now. Actually, truth be told, guys, we don't know nothing. So all of these draft evaluators, all of these talent evaluators, we really don't know anything about these guys when they come out of college. We have to watch them for a few years in the NFL. We have to watch their leadership style. We have to watch, do they win? What's their situation? Do they have an offensive line? Do they have weapons? Do they have a good coach? Do they have a good GM? Do they have a good owner? And are they winning games? Are they efficient? Are they producing good leadership? And it's not just one outlier year like Baker Mayfield had last year. Carson Wentz, I give it to you, he was blessed in a good situation. But the guy's got the arm talent. He's got the mobility. He's got the accuracy. He's got the leadership. He's got everything you want in a franchise quarterback. Not to mention, he's got a great head coach and a great general manager. I give them both A's. Carson Wentz is an A, and I think Jeffrey Lurie's an A as an owner as well. So Carson Wentz has stability, he's got a good defense, he's got it all, and he's still winning games. Even with injured players at the skill position, Carson Wentz still wins games. That's what should tell you all about number 11 for the Philadelphia Eagles. And I think Carson Wentz is going to have a tremendous year, and I think that the Eagles have a shot to win the NFC East. I think we're right there with Dallas. I'm not going to make an official prediction yet, because I think Dallas... You know, this year may have the better team, may have the better talent, but I just believe in Carson Wentz way too much, and I think I believe in my coaching staff way too much. So that being said, ladies and gentlemen, make sure you leave a like, leave a comment, subscribe, leave a rate, do whatever you need to do on the podcasting platforms. And, uh, yeah, we'll see you guys next time. Peace.